Welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry. Jesus once told Satan that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We invite you to study the scriptures with us to learn about the words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our pastor is Mr. Jeremy Visser from Brooks, Georgia. You can contact us with your questions and comments at covenantpeoplesministry.org or simply write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia 30205. If you desire, you can also follow us on YouTube and Twitter. We would like to hear from you, and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that His will will continue to reign upon us all. Once again, welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry, and here is Pastor Visser with our next Bible study. Hello again, friends and listeners. This is Pastor Visser from Brooks, Georgia, bringing you another mini-study into the false prophet. Now, if you've been listening along with us this year, 2015, you may be full aware that we've been covering the concept and the topic of a false prophet from the pages of the Old Testament in addition to the New. Meaning, from Genesis to Revelation, we have been looking at what a false prophet is, who raises them, what they say, and how we as people are able to discern who is true and who is not. So, this particular morning, I'd like you to turn with me to the book of the law, that is, Deuteronomy, and we're going to read in chapter 18. Because it's here in Deuteronomy chapter 18 that teaches us how we're to support the preachers. Not only that, but that Yahweh God is He who raises up both the genuine and the false prophet. For example, chapter 18 of Deuteronomy, verse 18. I will, Yahweh speaking, raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I command him. Now, notice that right here we're dealing with a genuine prophet of Yahweh God. How can I say that? Because it is Yahweh who will raise them up. I will raise them up not only to speak the words that Yahweh God has given, meaning that is codified within the word of God, But these same prophets will be risen up from among their brethren, not from another nation. But a genuine prophet to Israel will be risen up from amongst the brethren, meaning they will be a sheep. They will speak the words of Yahweh God, continuing on in verse 19. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Now, very important aspect right here, dear kinsfolk, because if you are preaching and or teaching, meaning being a faithful witness pertaining to something that is codified within Scripture, then you are the one by whom the denier is condemned. What a great responsibility. Understand it. The wording here is this. Whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he, the genuine prophet, shall speak. Meaning, if a prophet is risen up and preaches words that are codified and substantiated within the word of God, then that is one who is speaking on behalf of Yahweh God for Yahweh. And you've heard me preach this concept before. 
Indeed, Yahweh God have right and left arms, but those are also his people. And Yahweh God uses people to bring about his will on earth, meaning that there are genuine prophets, and scripture attests to that. Yahweh God will hold your words accountable to those that he moves you to, to speak to, to witness to, and to testify to. Verse 20 of Deuteronomy chapter 18, Yahweh continues, But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Understand what Yahweh God is saying here. Being a false prophet is a sin unto death. Meaning, if you go out and you're like Joel Steen or Billy Graham, John Hagee, any of these guys who teach what is not within Scripture, in the eyes of Yahweh God in judgment, you are in the same exact category as a rapist, a pedophile, and a kidnapper. Meaning, you are to be put to death. Now, this law in Deuteronomy was given nationally. And granted, we are under a new covenant. But what we can deduct from what's being said right here is the false prophet is dead already spiritually. If a person has committed sins unto death and they walk through this valley, <laughs> lying and bearing false witness, that is another fruit that Christ told you to be aware of when he said, beware of false prophets. If you know right here the false prophet is going to be put to death in judgment, then you know they are spiritually dead as they stand before you and lie. So you must rebuke them soundly, and you must only incline your heart to sound doctrine. Verse 21, And if thou say in thine heart, How shall we know the word which Yahweh hath not spoken? question, meaning if you ask yourself, how do we know what is true and what is bogus? Well, he'll tell you in the final verse of Deuteronomy chapter 18, that is verse 22. When a prophet speaks in the name of Yahweh, if the thing follow not nor come to pass, that is the thing which Yahweh hath not spoken. But the prophet hath spoken it presumptuously, and thou shalt not be afraid of him. Now, we within Christian identity take this to mean, hey, if he's a date setter and says the end of the world is going to be 1980 like Hal Lindsey, and it doesn't come to pass, well, that's the man that needs to be put to death. And indeed, God's law most assuredly encompasses that aspect of it. A Christian, moralistic society would be purging any man who comes and says, you know, Yahweh, God loves everybody. The adulterer, the homosexual, the liar, they who bear false witness, etc. Because any Christian can know they are they outside the kingdom. They are they that the law condemns in the New Testament. So do not be afraid of them. Only use your discernment so that you will not be deceived. Because we've already proven that it is Yahweh God who will raise them up. Allow that lying tongue to go into their false prophets. So, in short, we could say this, that the false prophet is a rod of chastisement to Yahweh God, just as the genuine prophet is. It is through the genuine prophet that the unbeliever is made accountable, whether they accept, quote-unquote, or open their heart or do not. The reality of it is, is if a prophet is risen and spokes a true word, he is speaking for Yahweh God. So, the other side of this teaching is that aspect. If 
A prophet rises and says something, and it doesn't come to pass. A polite way of saying it's not found within the Word of God. For example, if they come and they say, it's okay to sleep with a menstruous woman, it's okay to eat pork, and nowhere within the Word of God does it say that it is okay to eat pork or do any of those sinful things, then that prophet also has spoken presumptuously, and that prophet also should be put to death or at least <laughs> marked proverbially as spiritually dead and not hearkened unto. But again, this concept of false prophets is found from Genesis to Revelation, and there are so many admonitions in how to be able to discern, how to protect ourselves and our family and our nation from those who will rise up and speak untruths. For example, Paul says in Romans chapter 16, Beginning in verse 17, pay close attention, Paul says this, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions. Stopping right there. How do we mark those who cause divisions amongst the national body of Israel? By using discernment. Just as Jesus Christ taught in the Gospel of Matthew, just as Peter and Jude say in their epistles, Mark them that cause divisions. Why? Because God's law calls for unity, at least amongst his people. And if we were out there marking those who cause divisions, who rise up and speak against other men, who try to throw a monkey wrench in the system to try to cause conflict, we would not be confused. Not only are we to mark those that cause divisions amongst the body of Christ, but continuing the verse... And offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. Two points. If they teach something that's not codified within Scripture. Second point. You mark and you avoid them. Any man who comes and speaks contrary to something that is found and substantiated within the Word of God is one who causes offenses scripturally. Many manuscripts here render this as stumbling blocks, meaning they do the will of their father, the devil, who is the father of lies, who loves putting stumbling blocks in front of the people. If Yahweh God says kind after kind, he's the one who comes in and says, well, obviously it doesn't matter. We all bleed red, right? <laughs> but what else? How do we know? In Romans chapter 16, verse 18, For they that are such... Serve not our Lord Yahshua Messiah, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Did you hear what Paul said? He didn't say that the false prophet comes in and says, You know what? We discovered that all the acts that are attributed to Jesus Christ couldn't have happened historically. No, rather they are they who come in and they serve their own belly, they serve their own pocketbook, and they serve their own lusts. How? Through fair speeches, meaning they sound almost correct. Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts, or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by Godcast through your mobile audio device. 
Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all, and is in all that have been renewed in His Holy Spirit. So we hope that you will allow Him to lead your life and help to build His church, so that when He returns, you will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply His words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible study message. Not only that, through those fair speeches, through those smooth words that are untrue, they deceive the hearts of the simple. Simple meaning innocent and or guileless. Those who are new to the truth, and this is why you've heard me preach this before. The false prophet doesn't care if you think I'm an Indian, a Cherokee, a Jew, or a Melungeon. The false prophet only cares that you don't listen to the words I speak. Why? Because they're substantiated within the word of God. And that is why the bogus prophet will never substantiate their own lies. They will only deceive those who are simple in the faith, simple-minded. And this is something I'd most assuredly seen within my own walk. Because the false prophet can't come in and say, Satan is my flesh. He can't come in and say, Satan is your flesh. Because we both know that's Talmudic, and we know that we aren't evil. But those who are new to the faith, those whom Yahweh God may just now be calling... Well, when they hear them come in and engage in these behaviors, they're usually the first to turn away from it. Well, understand that the false prophet, just like in Second Peter, wants to serve his own heart, wants to serve his own appetite, and in short, we could say, makes merchandise of you. Wants to keep you profitable. Now, the truth of God's word was not profitable when Jesus Christ walked the face of the earth, because... After all, he was crucified for speaking the truth, in addition to many of the Old Testament and New Testament prophets throughout history. Well, they are they that serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but they serve their own belly. And they deceive the hearts of the simple through fair speeches, meaning that they come in and they give you 99% truth and 1% lie. And through that, they are able to deceive. Perhaps that also is a study for another day, because even when Satan appeared to Eve and said, Yea, hath God said, it wasn't 100% untruth. Rather, it was a little bit of untruth mixed with a lot of truth. So understand it. They preach what sounds profitable, what sounds and or feels good to your psyche, the false prophet. But it, it's not within the word of God. If Christ comes and says, many are called, few are chosen, then that is truth. If Yahshua says, my sheep hear my voice and will follow, it should be common sense that any man out there feeling he needs to warn the Christian identity flock of God about another doesn't know the shepherd. Now, Long ago, a prophet to Judah named Jeremiah prophesied pertaining to false prophets. So please turn with me this morning to the 23rd chapter of Jeremiah. And it's here that we're going to read, much like we did in Chronicles in our sermon before. 
about who controls, who dominates, and who sends the false prophet. In Jeremiah chapter 23, we can read beginning in verse 25. I have heard what the prophet said, that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. Understand, Yahweh God knows the genuine prophet, he knows the false prophet. Yahweh God will use both pertaining on where you stand. Are you called or are you a vehicle of dishonor? By that I mean it is scripture who says Yahweh God will raise up one to be a vessel of honor, righteousness, to hear his word. And he'll raise up another to not hear his word. This was fulfillment of prophecy as Jesus Christ taught in hearing that they will not understand because Yahweh God does not want everyone to understand. Thus, he allows the false prophet to exist. Not only that, why shouldn't Yahweh God allow the false prophet to exist when he calls for his children to purge them from society? We cannot sit back and say, well, why is God allowing the false prophet to mislead so many when God told you how to handle the false prophet? And we already covered that in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 20. They're to be put to death. And if we don't put them to death as a nation, then don't be surprised in 2015 when you sit back and you go to a church pew and you sit in it and you hear things that aren't even in the word of God because they've never been there. Understand it, the same exact man who comes against Christian identity, the truth, and pastors like myself and men I work with are men who are already spiritually dead, who should be put to death, whose prayers are an abomination in the eyes of God, and that alone is fulfillment of prophecy. Why do you think Yahweh God wants them purged? Could it be so they won't come out, feel empowered, enabled, and go and speak against the truth? Well, that's exactly what we covered in Second Peter chapter 2, was it not? The false prophet exists so the way of truth will be evil spoken of. And if we do not purge them from amongst our ranks, then we cannot be surprised when we live in a society like we do today. <laughs> when 98% of the men out there are professing to be Christian or lying in the name of God. But back to our text, back to Jeremiah chapter 23. God has heard what the prophet said, verse 26, how long shall this be? in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies. Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, just like we covered, dear kinsfolk, in Romans, and in Second Peter, and in Jude. The false prophet only tells you what he wants to believe, and will go any way he can, perverting the scripture and preaching it from his own bias, to make it seem as if Yahweh God has said when he didn't. They come in and they say, hey, life's going to be a bed of roses if you accept Christianity. But you know what? That's not written. That's what that man believes in his own heart, in his own filthy mind. And he wants others to believe just like him, to become altogether as filthy as he is. So what do they do? They reinvent a God after their own image. Verse 27 of Jeremiah chapter 23 which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, stopping right there, by their own visions. They come in, and what do they do? They come in, and they never mention the name of Yahweh God, but yet the genuine prophet will tell you that sacred name, will he not? Here, Yahweh God is using Jeremiah, and Jeremiah is speaking for Judah. And he's straightforwardly saying that one of the modus operandi, the MOs of a false prophet, is to get you to forget Yahweh God's sacred name through their own dreams, or quote-unquote visions. 
which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. In short, that proves what I've been saying throughout this entire series on false prophets, and that is they've always existed. Most assuredly, they were there in the land of Canaan, so much so that it was Yahshua who had to say, as for me and my house, we'll serve Yahweh God. You can have Baal. But if you want to serve Baal, if you want to serve lies, I can assure you, as a Bible teacher, that Yahweh God will allow you to have that reprobate mind you so desire. They tell every man to his neighbor, just like the ancient Israelites forgot his name for Baal. Verse 28, The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat? saith Yahweh God. That's a question. And I ask you, dear kinsfolk, what is the tear to the wheat company? Nothing. We're able to discern. Now, our job is to go out and tell our brethren, as being a faithful witness, what Yahweh God's word says. So that when the false prophet rears his ugly head and is able to come in and prophesy according to his own heart, or his own mistakes, we could say, our own people that we are risen up from among will be able to know which is true and which isn't. In short, it's not about proving I'm better or you're better, dear beloved kinsfolk. It's about proving Yahweh God's word is true. Let Yahweh be true and every man be a liar. So in short, I could say this. Every man is a liar, but... There are genuine prophets because Scripture attests to that. A genuine prophet, if you use discernment, will speak what is in the Bible in the most simplistic terms. A false prophet will come in and they will teach you what is in their own heart or within their own sinful and filthy, abominable mind. And so, dear beloved listener, until next time, this is Pastor Visser from Brooks, Georgia, inviting you to listen to our archives, swing by our website, write to us, support us, or even just send us Bibles that we can distribute amongst the needy. Until next time, this is Pastor Visser from Brooks, Georgia. Our mailing address will be given here momentarily. Wishing you and yours great studies, war for Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope that you have enjoyed studying with us. Remember the words that Christ has given, that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We hope that you will gather together with us at the online ministry's website, which is covenantpeoplesministry.com, and share your Christian testimonies or ask questions and enjoy biblical fellowship. You can also order CDs of Pastor Visser's Bible Studies and enjoy many other Christian resources through the church's website, or write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. We thank you for your prayers and offerings, and pray that all of you have been touched by these messages, and continue to spread the word of the gospel with your friends and family. Thanks again, and may the love of Christ abide in you and yours forever and ever. Amen.